Tonight, of course, it's the last night of the course. And uh, as I was praying over this course, I really feel like God has, uh, he really spoke in a clear way regarding what he wants us to finish with tonight. And so I want to talk to you. This is going to be, this is going to be short and sweet, but it's a message called Lean In. Everybody say Lean In. You know, on the very first night, I talked about how generous God is with the Holy Spirit, giving the Holy Spirit. He's not frugal. He's not stingy. He opens his arm wide, and he's received the Holy Spirit. And I was talking about how, uh, in response, we are to slow down and then learn to invite the Spirit to come and, and really to learn to wait on the Spirit. And that is absolutely true, but there's more to it than just that. Tonight, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, how he often invites us into situations, and he actually is waiting on us a lot of the times. Have you ever faced a situation where you believed God was speaking to you and asking you to do something, but you were a little bit hesitant? And so you started to stall a little bit? And maybe even lean out a little bit. And, and meanwhile, God is waiting patiently, beckoning us to lean in, step into this. You know, I coached football for uh, several years at a couple different high schools here in town. And so as a football coach, I was always paying attention to where the football players had their weight and there's really three options, right? They're either going to be on their toes, ready to go, leaning in, ready to attack, or they're going to be stuck flat-footed, which is not good. Or the third option is they're going to be on their heels, leaning back. And I'll tell you, any time, this is 100% of the time, any time one of the football players would be on their heels, they would get run over doesn't matter how big they were. doesn't matter how strong they were. If they were on their heels, they were going back, just like they were on skates. In fact, one year I had this, this huge, huge guy. He was six foot four, 225 pounds, and he was the biggest, strongest, and fastest player on the team. The tri he had the trifecta. This is no exaggeration. With his, his max, you know, when he would lift, he was stronger than all the other guys. He was faster than them. He, he had the fastest 40 time on the team. And, and, and he was just intimidating. He was just this monster. But on game night, when the ball was snapped, he was always on his heels, and he was always backing up a little bit. And it drove me crazy because yeah, I was the defensive coordinator. He was my outside linebacker. He was supposed to be blowing plays up. He was back in the secondary. And so one time I, I lost it a little bit and I got right in his face. Now remember, he's six foot four. So when I say I got in his face, I was like this. Hey, come down here to my level, please. And I looked right in his eyes. I said, you're too nice. You have no idea how much power you have. 
start to lean in, start to attack, start to engage. And he eventually started to catch it. And by the time he graduated, he, he was like a different player. He, he just started to realize, wow, I do have some power. And I want to learn to use it. I want to learn to lean in. Now, God has a sense of humor because uh, fast forward a couple years after that, I was in a season of, of life where I felt like I was just getting pushed around a little bit. I was, uh, I was just battling with some fear. I felt like the enemy was, there was some attack, and I just felt like I was getting pushed around a little bit. And one time, God came to me, and he reminded me of that conversation I had with Andre. And it was like he didn't even have to say anything. He just said, you remember? Lean in, Gabe. You have this power. You have this authority because of Jesus and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Lean in. Engage. Don't be on your heels. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. My power is with you. My incomparably great power is with you. So learn to lean in and engage. And what do you know? It works. It truly does work. But what we have to do is, just like Andre, we have to have this kind of this awakening where we realize, wow, I carry the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, so how should I live? And I believe God says, you should lean in. You should be on your toes. You should be ready to respond that when I say go forward, we're already in that position where we're ready to attack, where we're ready to respond, not on our heels, not backing away, but leaning in. And so there's a lot of different ways we can uh, talk about this tonight, but uh, in particular, I want to talk about uh, learning to lean into difficult and intimidating situations in life. Because as spirit-empowered men, as men who carry the presence of God, it's easy, again, to look at intimidating situations, tough situations, uncertain situations, and either be flat-footed or to lean away. And I believe this, I believe the Spirit of God is saying to us, no, because you have my presence, lean into those situations with me, with my presence. Most often, I think most men tend to underestimate what God can do with any given situation. And, and I include myself in that. As men, we're quick to look at situations and view those situations through a human lens, and, and sometimes the response is, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But what would happen if we would learn to look at situations through the lens of God is able? Yes, it's intimidating. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's uncertain. But God is able. You know, Ephesians 3, uh, verses 20 and 21, this is a passage 
that I've meditated on for a few years. I wanted the truth of this passage to sink deep into the soil of my heart. And so I'd think about it, meditate upon it often, because I want to believe this with all of my heart. And the more I've meditated on it, the more I've prayed it, the, the more I've spoken the scripture out, the deeper it's worked into my soul, and the more I've come to believe it. But let's look at this together. We'll have it on the screen. Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Paul writes, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that's at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that, isn't that a statement? That is something. And when I look at that passage, sometimes I just slow way down and work through it so slowly. But this phrase, that it's according to his power that's at work within us. Sometimes that just brings me to my knees. That realization that his power is literally within me. Now pause just for a second. Let me try this. Can you guys hear that squeaking or is that just me? Okay. It's just me. That's just you. I don't know what you're talking about. Test, test, test. Okay, that's better. That's better. How about an amen to that? You're not going to get the squeakiness. You guys were being so polite, weren't you? I could tell you like the ringing was making your eyes cross, but you were just smiling and being so polite. <laughs> but back to, this, back to this truth. Let's lean back into this. And I want you to think about this as it applies to you that God is able to do immeasurably more than all you can think of or imagine according to his power that's at work within you. He's not distant. He's not far away. He's in you. Come on. That, that makes me excited. And again, that, that changes. That should change our posture from being flat-footed, like, oh, I don't really care, I'm going to be distracted, or leaning away, that changes our posture to say, okay, game on. God, what are you saying? I'm leaning in, I'm ready, because I carry your presence, and because you're able to do immeasurably more than all I can think of or imagine. And it's according to your power, and this is important, it's to him be the glory. And the more we understand this and the more we walk in humility and the more we let everything in our, point, our life point to the glory of God, guess what? That's going to open the door more and more and more for his power to flow through us because he can trust us. He can trust us so as we walk in humility and we walk in faith and we learn more and more to look at any situation through the lens of God is able. And we learn to just have a curiosity and, and we're intrigued and we look at situations and we think, I wonder what God's going to do here. God, what do you have planned here? It's a pretty big mountain. But what are you going to do? So I want to offer three uh, really quick thoughts. I want to kick these questions to you. Number one is, what is a situation or an area in your life 
that God is calling you to lean into. Now, when I was praying through this, the Lord spoke and he said, every man here will have at least one area that I'm calling them to lean into. And my first thought was, every man. Okay, that includes me. All right, God. I, so I pushed, pushed pause on writing this. And I said, what are, you, what are you saying? What is an area in my life that you're saying, Gabe, lean in here? And what do you know? He showed me. And I started thinking about it and praying about it. And this is what he said. He said, if you lean in, I'll meet you there. Isn't that a cool promise? And I think he speaks that to every single one of you. He has something in particular that he's saying, lean in to this area of your life and I'll meet you there. I'll show up. You'll see me. You won't have to do this alone. And that leads me to the second thing, is when we begin to lean into a situation that God is saying, okay, step into this, may we lean in with God and not end up leaving God in the dust. God is not interested in giving us this big pep talk and saying, charge the hill, and then he, to watch us charge the hill without him. That doesn't go, that doesn't end well. When, when God says, lean in and engage this area, he's saying, I want to go with you. I want to be right there with you, step for step. Just this week, I saw a, a neat picture of this. I was on a run, and it seems like God teaches me when I'm running. And so last week was the whole dog thing. Well, this week, I was on another run, and I was with my son, Owen, who's four. He said, Dad, I want to go with you. And so he wanted to ride his bike. Now, he hasn't been riding his bike for very long, and so he's not a super strong rider, but he's, he's full of passion, and he wanted to be with Dad. And so we took off, and he was riding, and I was running, and we were talking and laughing and having a good time. But when we came to hills, he, his legs would start to get kind of tired. But he would still lean in, and he would pedal and pedal and pedal, but then I'd watch him wobble a little bit, and right before he fell, bam, my hand came right behind him, and I put my hand right on his back and just started to push him up the hill. And he was still pedaling. He still had a part to play, but it wasn't just his power. It was dad's power. And we came to this one hill, and he looked at this hill, and he said, Dad, I don't want to go this way. <laughs> and I said, son, we're going this way. I said, lean in and pedal. And so he started to pedal. And it wasn't very far up that hill that he started to wobble, and bam, there's my hand again, pushing him. He's pedaling, I'm pushing, I'm smiling the whole time. And we made it to the top of the hill, and he felt pretty proud. He was like, I just did that. Okay, son. But I was thinking, that's a, that's a picture. And this is no exaggeration. Five minutes later, we, we, we uh, came around this corner. I looked over. There was another dad doing the exact same thing to his daughter. And it was like God said, did I get your attention? It was the exact same thing. 
But what a picture that we all have these hills, these, these areas in life, these intimidating things that lie before us, and yet our perfectly good father leans in and says, come on, lean in and pedal. And right when you think you're starting to get a little wobbly, the father comes to push. Keep going, son. I think that's a picture of how he works. And as we'll respond, as we'll just start to pedal, as we'll lean into those intimidating situations, we'll experience his power coming through us. And here's the last thing, is when God calls us to lean in, <laughs> he very rarely says, hey, lean in alone. Don't take anybody with you. John Wayne this. Oftentimes, God says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you to step into some challenging, intimidating situations, and you need some other spirit-empowered men alongside you. And it goes back to the, this, this, this coaching analogy where in football, you know, you have the, the sled, the offensive line sled. There's five different pads. And every year, one of the players would come up and say, Coach, I don't need anybody to help. I can do this by myself. Watch this. And he would unload on that pad, that, that little sled, and it would move a little bit. But you get five horses on that sucker, and it'll fly. Because when men come together and they add their strength, pushing in the same direction, watch out. So this is a question I want you to consider. In this season of your life, how intentional are you being to walk with other men, to push with other men? And who are those guys that God would want you to be intentional with? Because he's not calling you to walk alone. I guarantee that. He's not calling any of us to walk alone. But I think this is actually one of the key areas where men lean out. When it comes to being intentional in community and walking with other brothers, we, we kind of lean out a little bit. And I respect you. You're here on a Wednesday night. You're here. So, so maybe you don't necessarily need to hear this. But I know in general a lot of men Lean out when God is saying, lean in. Be intentional. We're just far better off when we lean in with other men. And so this is, this is how I want to end tonight. Is, uh, I want to invite our fire team leaders to come forward. And I want to pray over these guys. And so uh, if you're leading a fire team group, why don't you just come up here and stand in the front of the room and I realize that some of you may not understand what a fire team is. Some of you, maybe you've heard the, the term, but you, you don't really know what it is. Well, these, a fire team is a, is a small group of men, usually about four to seven guys who are saying, hey, let's be really intentional to walk together, to be in the fight together. Would you agree that life is a fight? And we're stronger when we have other men alongside of us. So that's what a fire team is. It's just recognizing, hey, let's not, let's not be foolish. Let's not be foolish. Let's not go at it alone. 
God designed us to walk with other brothers, so let's live according to his design. So you've probably heard the term fire team. That's what it is. They meet throughout the city on different days and times, so there's no excuse in terms of, hey, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy, I can't find the right group. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of different options. And before I pray over these guys, what I want them to do is I, I want them to take about 15 seconds, okay? If they go longer than 15 seconds, you can just start throwing stuff at them, okay? Throw your chicken nuggets at them. But I want these guys to take 15 seconds, so this should take about five minutes, and I want them to introduce themselves to you and just say when and where their group meets. And then afterwards, it's going to be super easy for you to come up and connect. In addition to that, we have a flyer with all of these groups listed with their contact information, okay? So get your chicken, nugget, chicken nuggets ready, and uh, we'll start down here with, with Perry. Hey, I'm Perry Wiersma. My small group has been really small, like one. So it may be because I have it Monday mornings at 6 a.m. at Wesley Owens, and it's a little tough. So I may switch up the time a little later. And uh, one of my passions is memorizing scripture. And I'd love to have a couple other guys with me to look at memorizing scripture on Monday mornings. Thanks. I'm Michael Webb, and uh, I'm, I do hikes with other dads and their kids. So every other Saturday morning, go out somewhere local. Um, here in Colorado Springs, there's a ton of places. And try to be intentional and in just doing something not too, too challenging. Um, a short hike in, we do a little activity. I separate, let the dads do something with their kids. So instead of worrying about a conversation, they get to do an activity together, and then we hike back out, we pray it out, and we, we move on. So, again, it's Michael Webb website, and it's all, always different places. So you text me, I text it out where I'm going to be. And I'm Matt Kudrin. Uh, my fire team meets on the first and third uh, Mondays of the month, and we meet at the Starbucks on Dublin and Powers. Uh, we meet at 6.30 a.m., and it's usually about an hour, so it's a good time to come in before you start the work week and you just kind of get immersed with Christ. So we usually keep it kind of Bible-focused. We'll chat a little bit over coffee, read some scripture, and then just discuss what the scripture spoke to us. So that's the first and third uh, Mondays at 6.30 a.m. I'm Mike Texer, uh, my fire team meets the first and third Thursday of every month. Um, yeah. Uh, we usually meet about 7 o'clock in the evenings at one of the guys' houses and decide from there. Hey, guys. Chris Cullen. Uh, my fire team meets every other Monday, and we're meeting Labor Day at 6.30 p.m. Um, we either meet at my place in Black Forest or another guy's house off of Baptist Road, so in the north end. We're looking at, uh, we're discussing David and our identity using his, him as an example. So we're uh, knee-deep in that. My name is Mark Salas. I lead a small group of men who love Jesus. And uh, our goal is to walk in sexual purity. And so we have an accountability group where we hold each other accountable, see how we're doing over the last two weeks or so. We meet on the first, excuse me, the second and fourth Wednesdays right here in this World Prayer Center in room 106, 630, second and fourth Wednesdays of each month. We'd be more than happy to have you guys join us. I'm Kevin Simcoe. Uh, my group meets Tuesday mornings at Panera Bread at gather at 615, 6.30. Uh, we'll study a book of the Bible. We'll bring a devotional to talk about. Uh, we may do a book study. And then the last week of the month, uh, we meet at my house, primarily just fellowship. I throw some piece of meat on the grill and uh, 
everybody bring some chips and some drinks and whatever that is, and uh, we just gather there the last week of the month. So Tuesday morning, 6.30 a.m., Panera Bread on Powers. My name is Philip Stanky. We meet on the second and fourth Thursdays, and we're starting the book of Jude, and invite you to join us. Meets at my house on Research and Union. Hi, good evening. My name is Bill Fredericks. I'm part of the Fire Team Riders, and we actually are meeting at Omelets Etc. every Saturday morning at 7.30, and uh, we're doing life together as men, uh, any age group. One that cool thing is we also like to ride motorcycles. So we'll get together for coffee fellowship um, and discuss life and whatnot. And then we go out for a ride. And then we also uh, work with the uh, motorcycle ministry team that's here at New Life. So this is a great excuse for you to go home now and say, hey, honey, I'm going to start. I'm going to a small group. I have to get a motorcycle. Hey, yeah. Speaking of throwing food, then duck. Hi, I'm Tom Jordan. I'm in the south at Security Winefield Fountain. We meet every Tuesday night at 122 Ithaca Street. Um, last week we were talking about how we had an awesome God, and uh, you're welcome to come. Hi, my name is uh, Andy Foster. We meet uh, every Wednesday except for first Wednesday in the main building uh, in room 160 at 630, and we uh, go through uh, the life of men and the lives of men in the Bible. Look at what it means to be to walk with God, to grow in God, and look forward to seeing you guys there. Hi guys, Ted Price. I'm leading an intentional Bible study Wednesday nights right here in this building somewhere. So we've already proved that you can make it because it's Wednesday nights. <laughs> uh, I'm Stephen Reynoldson. Our group is for two sets of guys. Uh, one set of guys is that if you're struggling with pornography and you want out, you want to punch it in the face, we're right over there. And the other set of guys that it's for uh, is for guys who are wanting to lead other men out of it. So the, no matter what, whoever walks in the door, I'm seeing you as the second part of that, the person who's wanting to lead other men out. So there's absolutely no shame for anybody who walks in there. There's no, uh, none of that. So 6.30 on Thursday nights, every Thursday night, right outside that, these two doors here, so. Anthony Lee, we will meet at First Watch on Academy. Uh, every other Thursday, starting on September 20th, I will be leaving for Ohio for the birth of my grandbaby. Woohoo! So come on out September 20th, first watch, 0700. Come get you a nice big pancake and God before you start your day. Hey, I'm Brian Felker. Uh, we meet every other Thursday morning at 5.45 a.m. So, yes, it is a horrible, dark time in the morning, but we have good coffee and there is never an excuse because there's nothing else ever happening at 5.45 in the morning. So come out and join us. Uh, we're going through right now a book called The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. And we're just focusing on growing in our personal walk with Jesus. And we all have a kind of a broken background. We got a diverse group of guys in the group. And we're all just kind of helping each other get through it. And uh, as a bonus, if you're a backpacker, you'll fit right in because we got a lot of those around. So look forward to seeing you sometime. What's going on, guys? Daniel Easton. Uh, every other Thursday, I'm going to meet in the evening. And the point of the group is to help build men as leaders, better husbands, better fathers, better grandfathers. We could use a sage in the group. Um, and so Gabe really teed us up for how to be a spirit-empowered leader. So um, every other Thursday, come check us out. Hi, I'm Joe Roberts. Uh, 
Uh, we were going to be meeting at, at, uh, on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m., but I think now we're going to meet at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, 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 no. no, no. You, you saw that golf commercial where they did that, right, about practice. No, no we do meet uh, at 6.30 p.m., and we're going to do it every Tuesday. So every Tuesday evening, going to start at my house, and then we'll rotate around groups. And it's going to be, uh, we're going to meet for four things, really. First of all, just to get together, to meet, uh, to eat, uh, to share, and to pray. Yeah, and it's also we can uh, d- uh, kind of deepen our walk with God. And then my goal is to help you be a fire team leader so you can go out and do the same thing. Hi guys, uh, my name is Chris Eddy. I have a brand new um, fire team. Uh, my goal is to get a group of men that would, likes to cycle. So um, either thinking Tuesday or Saturday mornings every other week. Um, that's pretty much it. So email me. The time's debatable because it's just me right now. So I'm flexible. <laughs> I am Dave Arnold, and uh, uh, our fire team is the Men of Courage. And we really just kind of focus on uh, issues that we deal with as men uh, on a daily basis and just kind of how we go through life. And we kind of try to really get it past the, the uh, milk and we get really into the meat of the conversation and of the word and what God's word says about uh, how we live our lives each day. And we meet at my house every uh, second Saturday of every month from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. We have a meal first and then we go right into the study. And I have a really good time. Hey, guys. My name is Craig Mabus. I am with uh, Tim the Hawk Hawkersmith here. And we are actually from Manitou Springs. Um, We call ourselves M3 Manitou Men's Ministry. We meet every other Thursday night at Savelli's Pizza. It's a great place for food um, from around 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. So a lot of you guys are from the north here. But if you know somebody in the southern part, invite them. Let them know there's something happening in Manitou on Thursday nights. We would love to have them. And Tim? Yeah, Tim Hockersmith. Uh, Craig kind of touched on it. We're not in the book, so if you want to come find us, uh, we'll be in the back. Um, just hang out in Manitou. There's a bunch of dudes that love pizza and love uh, hanging out together. So Savelli's Pizza every other Thursday. Uh, come join us. Hi, my name's Al Anderson. I lead the fire team for uh, men that have got adopted and foster care kids. And we're here to support men along that journey. We have two bio kids and three kids we adopted from Russia in 2004. Adoption and foster care is really an image of what God's relationship is with us. Because just like we've adopted him, and just because we were adopted into God's family, at times we don't like what God wants to do, and sometimes our kids don't like what we like to do with them, so really there for supporting them, especially we found as adopted and foster care kids hit the teenage year, all blank, 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 it seems to break loose in the house, so we're here to support you with that, pray for you, and um, we meet, time, meeting times uh, vary just um, with the fall schedule and school starting back, but if you're interested in joining us, and getting together with us, we'd love to support you and pray for you in any way possible. Oh, hey. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm over here. No, don't, don't forget about me. Mark Hadley, I'm staying in for Clint Sparkman. And uh, we're the only group that meets at the square root of seven on every odd month. Just, I'm, okay, sorry. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday nights, 7.30 at Clint's house, every Tuesday, every Tuesday. We'll be there, and uh, it's a great group. Stronger, we've been together for a couple of years, and this we're going to take this time.
topic to the next level by studying releasing spiritual gifts today. Uh, I was looking for the author here. I can't find the author. But uh, I'd love to have you guys come visit us. Hey, these are some of the finest men I know. And yeah, let's give it up for them. <laughs> you know, I have such a love for these guys, and I'm proud of them. And uh, I want to pray over them because what they're doing, I, God, God takes it so seriously. These guys, none of these guys are lacking for things to do. <laughs> I guarantee you that. And yet they're leaning in and saying, okay, God, I want to I wanna walk with men. I want to lead. I want to disciple. I want to encourage. I want to strengthen. And uh, I just guarantee you that the Lord smiles over each one of you guys. So if you want to just stretch your hands out towards these guys, Father, I thank you for these men. These are men of strength. They're men of honor. They're men who love you. They're men who have walked with you, God, for a long time. They have logged miles with you. And they have a heart for you, and they have a heart for men to strengthen and encourage and equip men. And so this year, God, fill these men continually with your spirit. Give them fresh vision for what you're doing in each of their fire teams. Encourage them. And, Father, I pray for every man in our church to be drawn deeper and deeper into community, and they'll, they'll find the richness of, of life and, and joy in community. And so connect every man into the right fire team because we're stronger together. And so we thank you for every one of these men in Jesus' name. Everybody says amen. Okay. Well, these guys are going to linger a little bit. You guys are, you can go back to your seats. You can stay up front. Either one is fine. But I just want to tell you guys, thanks for coming. Thanks for carving out time on Wednesday nights. It's been a joy to be with you and to seek the Lord together. Uh, September 15th, again, is the Business Summit, Men's Business and Leadership Summit. And then uh, we've got some other things happening this semester. But I will tell you right now, the next time we'll gather for a four-week course is going to be January 10th, 17th, 24, 31. So we'll be back in this room, a new topic, same God among us. Amen? Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Have a great night, guys.